Welcome back to the Mind of the Fuck Show. I'm your host, Narchi the Healthy Hoodlum. How you doing today? So I know you've seen the title, Donnie the Gangsta. And yes, we are talking about Donald Trump. I don't care how you feel. This is just my humble opinion. So let's get into it. So Donnie the Gangster. Now, first and foremost, let me start by saying I don't support him because I'm going to say some stuff throughout this podcast that's going to you. You might can misconstrue it as, oh, my God, he's a Trump supporter. That is so, so far from the truth. Um, I can't hate someone I don't know personally, so I can't judge him. They act like him, him. Yeah, I can judge some of the things he's done as president and some of the things he's said, but once again, I don't personally know him. So this is just me going off the image that he has given to the world during his presidency, right? Because prior to his presidency, we didn't have all these thoughts and feelings about him. So I'm just going to say I don't support him. I don't really like him. I don't like his views and, and things of that nature. But I do believe he was a necessary kind of evil. So I'm going to say it again. I don't support him, but I do believe he was a necessary kind of evil that we needed. He was the, you know how they say it has to get worse before it gets better. I think he was the worst the world needed, not just the country. The, America needed it too, but the world needed to see this kind of malicious intent. So Donnie the gangster, why I say he's a gangster, because he is, in my opinion, I am from the hood, grew up with real life gangsters, people who will shoot you in your face, do all kind of horrible things, right? Sold all kind of stuff, people, drugs, whatever, just being honest. So I'm not saying gangster in the way of positivity, because most of the time when you say gangster, it's in a negative fashion. So when I call him a gangster, it's not in a positive way of life, but to me, he's a gangster. He is, he is one of the biggest gangsters that I know just far as the scale that he did shit on. Now, yeah, him having white privilege changes things, but I'm, we're, I'm not, whatever. I'm just saying he's a gangster. One, one, this, this motherfucker has, what, 16 or 17 pending, like, criminal cases against him, against him, and he still was allowed to be president. Motherfucker, that's gangster. That's almost like you are literally still operating your business, whatever whatever business you have, and you're fighting 16 cases. And it didn't those 16 cases got put on hold while he was president. Gangster. Yeah, and he probably, in my opinion, he's probably gonna find a way to do some kind of pardon or something. I know he ain't, you know, I'm watching. He's not going to, he going to do something to get away from them crimes. I promise you. I promise you can see how this is boiling up. He's not going to face none of those crimes. None of them. That's gangster. Everybody is terrified of him. Not like normal people, but you know, people in the White House. Terrified of him. He says and does whatever the fuck he feels. That's what makes him gangster to me. He doesn't give a fuck what you said, what you think, what your opinion was, what your advice. He don't even listen to his own advisors. He'd be like, mm, I heard what you said, but I'm going to do it my way. Nigga, that's gangster. Like, I know y'all really don't like, com or com I hope you're comprehending. I hope you're comprehending what I'm saying. Not in a like, I I'm smiling while I say this only because, like I said, I grew up with real life street gangsters. And on the level, he is a corporate gangster man a corporate gangster but okay 
let me get into just my overall view of him um, before I get on a tip big, because I get excited when I talk about him just being a gangster, because I'm like, okay, last thing, last thing. He still ain't wrote a resignation speech or a resignation letter. He has still not resigned. He still has not accepted the fact that he lost. In his mind, he was like, nigga, I ain't lost shit. I'm, I, I still won. Even when I lose, I win. I'm a winner. He gets it. He's like, I ain't leaving about this building. Y'all gonna have to get me up out of here. Hmm? You tell you tell Biden and Kamala, bring it. That nigga, I'm telling y'all, he gangster, but uh, like this is unheard of. The shit that he is doing is unheard of. And that's why I think he was necessary. One, so you can see how much of a joke the whole presidency is. Right? Like, it's a joke. If someone like Donald Trump was able to become president joke now i know the joke used to be that uh george bush jr he was the joke of all jokes like you let him be president but no trump takes the cake trump takes it you let this hollywood money making person reality star whatever become president and you want us to take that actual office serious when we didn't take it serious come on man i hope y'all see how much of a game this is he actually lost the actual popular vote election, but then he still became president. What the fuck? Are you like, how do you lose and still win? I'm telling you, like, that is unheard of. Not unheard of far as him just losing the popular vote and winning the electoral college vote, but just this is some some eye-opening bullshit that I hope Americans are looking at like, whoa, we gotta change this system. How did someone lose but still win? Because overall, that's who they wanted to be president. That's the first thing he opened my eyes to was, well, not just how I've already seen how fucked up it is, but how it is literally designed to put whoever they want into that office. And that and the person in that office don't even control shit. If we being honest, the person in that office does not control anything. The Congress, the Senate, those people control shit. Yeah, Trump showed he can flex his power and veto shit. But at the end of the day, the president is a puppet, a puppet that's picked by the government, right? And and you just keep going just and look at his presidency and how much, like I said, we needed him. The biggest factor, and you can't change my mind on this, no way, shape, form, or fashion, as a black man in America, he was needed. He was needed. All my life, I've experienced racism. I'm from the Bay Area, but I actually, Bay Area, California, but I've lived down south. I've traveled down there several times. I've actually lived up in Portland, Oregon, and everywhere I've been, there has been racism. And maybe like 2012, I believe, I'm in Portland, Portland, Oregon. I got called nigger a lot. And this is 2012. So this ain't back in the day, the 70s, the 80s, and not. No, we're in the 2000s, 10s, 20s, and mm, racism ain't went nowhere. It ain't went nowhere. Y'all just tried to sweep it under the rug because it wasn't, you know, culturally acceptable to not like black people no more. So they was like, damn. Them white people was like, damn, we can't like niggas. I mean, excuse me, we can't, um, we gotta like niggas? You want me to like them? I gotta like them? Or at least I gotta publicly like them? So I say he was needed because he brought out all the closet racism. 
I prefer you tell me to my face you don't like me because I'm a nigga than you smile in my face and be talking all kind of shit or plotting on me behind my back. Let me know who I'm fighting. I like to know the enemy I'm fighting. Don't have the enemy be someone I think is a friend. No, present yourself as an enemy so I can treat you as such. I ain't going to hit you or do no some type of thing around you, but I'm going to just match your energy. And, and you feel me? Like, I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to put on that smiling face when I know you don't like me. You don't like me. I don't like you. We can keep it moving. We can keep it moving. You feel me? So... He brought out the closet racism. I was talking to one of my uh, white homegirls and I asked her, I said, I know people don't like Trump. I said, but I'm sure you look at some of your family members differently after he was president. And she had to be honest and say, yeah, you know, it brought out some stuff, in, you know, in my family and some of my friends that I didn't normally think or I would have never saw them as. I said, exactly. Black people has always had dealt with that kind of energy. Y'all just now seeing this shit being televised. That's the only difference is that you don't have to hide. He made it where you don't have to hide no more. But literally, he almost won his last election. It was 40, what, 8% or something. So people still are rocking with his views in the way he it is. So yes, as a black man, I'm happy you can now treat shit for what it is and not make it seem like oh black people was crazy for talking that racism shit no systematic racism is real systematic oppression is real white privilege is real and trump showed all of that he brought out all the karens he brought out all the kins he brought out all the shit that was swept under like let me tell you what he did trump came into the office and he saw this big old pile of shit all right the shit has been sitting there since the, the fucking country got started. So it's, it's, it's a big ass pile of nasty, stinking shit. He came and not only did he point out the shit, he made America walk all through the shit. Now, I'm not saying he did that consciously or even on purpose, but him just being him showed the malicious intent of what true white people are. I'm not saying all white people are bad, but I'm happy some white people got to see the malicious ways that y'all can be. Hmm? So not all y'all are bad, but for the ones that are evil and malicious, racist, and want to keep, you know, they foot on the people of color's neck and want to act like they're a superior race still living off that bullshit, he just shined a light to it. That's all. He just showed they're out there. They're out there. Huh? I know we had to be out in the, you know, put in, put in the closet, but we can come on out. And all the good old boys came on out, right? They came right on out. So no, Trump didn't invent racism. He just made a war. He just made the world walk through this shit. And now we got to deal with it. Because like I said, I'm sure some of you white people are looking at some of y'all own kind a certain way. But that's how shit changes is when white people is tired of white people shit. It's when white people see a black man get gunned down and they actually have some kind of reaction to it. They actually like, damn, that's fucked up. But it's not until you have that reaction to be, I don't want to say, oh, he should have did this, this, that, and the third. No, this whole situation has shown me we are still treated less than one third of a man. If you, that's why I can't really, I know this is a side bit thing, but why I really don't deal with the veganism thing, because if you put a hanging dog picture of a hanging dog next to a picture of a hanging black man, most people won't give a fuck about the hanging black man. They'll care about the hanging dog. 
the, 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 and the laws in this country and how people get sentenced to certain things. Michael Vick got two years of fighting dogs, but you have people who will rape people and kill people, actual people, and they'll get probation and things of that nature. Or don't get no jail time at all. So, yeah. He, like I said, the Donnie Gang, God Donnie the Gangster, didn't create a lot of the problems. He just made us walk through it. And now, look, he's about to, he, he, you know, his presidency is up and everybody's going to forget about all the little Latino Mexican kids that's sitting in them cages, right? So he, once again, he didn't invent this shit. He's just showing y'all how malicious y'all can be. Now, it, 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 you know, it's not going to stop with him. It didn't begin with him. It's not going to stop with him. But he is the highlighter to highlight all the bullshit. So if nothing else, if nothing else, what I love about this presidency is that it lifted the veil to a lot of people's eyes, right? It showed the country that we have a lot of growing and healing to do. And it's put us in a place that at some point, some kind of civil war is coming. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm all knowing and be like, you know, I don't know. But I can tell nothing will change until a civil war happens and it's it's bound to happen. So if he had to be the spark to spark change, so be it. So be it. To me, he showed every race that white people do not fuck with us. He talked about every single race. And that's why I love him is because it's not like he was just exclusive to black people. Like, oh, only the blacks and Mexicans. No, no. Muslims, Asians, Latins, blacks, gay. He just he just went down the whole list of the, the um, what do you call that? Um, politically correct. That politically correct list that you ain't supposed to touch. He said, fuck all y'all, fuck everybody in all them groups. Now, he didn't say it sometimes with his words, but his actions. And sometimes the motherfucker said it with his words, too, right? So I just love where we are. Yeah, it's a bad time. And even COVID, a lot of people are blaming him for how he handled COVID. I'm like, you, you, COVID is one of them things you can't say what someone should have did, wouldn't have did. This is a, un, you, you know what I mean? Like, I can't blame him for certain things, certain he could have did better. A lot of people, we all could do better. So let's not act like we're perfect. So I'm saying certain things I won't chastise him for. That's why I'm like, I'm not even mad. That's the funny, that's the funny thing. I, I can say it now that he lost. I actually wanted him to win. Did I vote for him? Nah, because my soul wouldn't let me. But I wanted him to win. I don't know if you're supposed to be talking about who you voted for or not. I don't give a fuck. It's my podcast. Come, come for me. Um, I wanted him to win only because he created so much chaos and I felt like it wasn't enough. I think now that Biden has come and even Kamala Harris, I have no issue with neither one of them people, but too many people was looking at them as a savior. They're going to come and save shit, especially Kamala. And she from the Bay. She's black. I fuck with all the black empowerment. But but as a black man in the Bay, her laws, her her criminal laws and locking up black men. I can't forget that. Just do your research. So I'm not going to knock her. I'm just saying I think she was a pawn. And I think too many people are looking to them as a savior. And that's why I didn't want them to win, because we don't need nobody to save us. We need to save our own fucking selves. We need to go even deeper in the rabbit hole because we haven't hit the bottom. I don't think we've hit the bottom of the bottom, the worst of the worst. I think Trump stirred it up, but I don't think he really got that pot going. 
there's a lot more shit that needs to be untouched. And I think him being in office four more years would have called. Who knows what it would have looked like. But that's the thing is now so many people have this hope factor. Hope is a great thing, but hope can kill you, too, because sometimes hope make you not move. It make you immobile because you're waiting on something. Right. So I just don't want my people or any people to go back into that sleeping mode before Trump where we just thought everything was cool. Nah, my white people, y'all need still need to be on y'all shit. Racism is still alive and kicking, and it's going to take you to end it because you created it. Hmm? That's all I'll say. So I'll say on that note. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I, don't, I don't support the man. But like I said, in my book, just growing up with gangsters, he's a gangster. And I know you goes, this, it didn't come off that I'm not a supporter, but I'm not a Trump supporter. Even in me saying I want him to be president again, I don't, I don't support none of that. I just wanted him to fuck up some more shit. I wanted him to make us walk through the shit even more. Because now nah, I just, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, now that Biden is there and he's like an offspring of Obama and he has a black woman as a vice president. We just put the rug right back over the shit because we're like, we can't be racist. We just elected a black vice president and she's a woman, so we can't be sexist. They just knocked out two little stones, I mean, two little things that they can now cover the rug and be like, oh, no, that's not true. That can't be true. So I said what I said. I think he's a gangster. Is a gangster a good thing? No. But to me, he create he created some some necessary change and it it, is it's so far from you know where we need to be and we have so far to go let's just be honest if you look at the 60s and 70s a lot of shit ain't changed um but but i'm happy he highlighted a lot of evilness that is still running rapid in 2020 nothing will change until something changes and just in my humble opinion donnie the gangster is the change we needed so y'all can feel how you feel about that um all i'll say is no matter who is president you need to save your own fucking self don't don't rely on his government don't rely on no president don't rely on none of that shit you need to go make the changes for your own self to empower you to elevate in whatever generational curses you need to end and let's go ahead and create generational wealth generational healing and create a future of love and and peace right it starts with you it doesn't start with the president you need to change and then you create the change around you and that changes the world it's a domino effect but we changing the mind body soul marathon continues living in mamba mentality we're gonna bless up ashe have a blessed fucking day